Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey guys, it's Tim Gillette with Tim Gillette Show. We're back here with Christine Blasdale. All right. My new friend. We have now officially spoken at an event together. Yes. More, well, more than one because we've both actually done Craig's as like interview style. But yeah, <laughs> we, we actually were featured speakers at an event together this year. Hopefully, with everything passing, we will pass fast and we'll be able to do more together this year. <laughs> Everybody stay inside so this thing can pass. Yes, stay inside <laughs> and let it pass. So, Christine, first of all, I, I just got to ask, so where are you at right now? I'm in lovely Australia. In Australia, as they say, Australia. You don't say Oz. You have to say Australia. Yeah. Yes, I'm in Australia. Um, my wife uh, and and our children are here, mm -hmm. and uh, I was doing fine, doing the little bit of back and forth. I I, I spent time here, and then I'd be in Los Angeles because I um, I have an incredible job at a radio station. Plus, I have all my clients and my speaking gigs there in Los Angeles. And this little crazy thing called Corona, my, my, my Corona happened. And my wife was just like, Christine, I think you need to get on your flight earlier than, cause I was supposed to come out April 3rd. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I think you need to come a little bit sooner. I don't, I'm worried that they're gonna shut things down. And luckily I listened to my wife <laughs> and I, I checked in on my flight and they had canceled it without telling me. Oh my gosh. Virgin Australia had canceled the flight and um, I got on the phone with Delta and just basically for hours just waited and then spoke to a woman and she said the only flight available is today and in a couple hours. Wow. And I just, my, actually my wife at the time was still, she was still asleep here in Australia time. So I just said, I said, book it. I grabbed whatever I could, threw it in a suitcase, made sure I grabbed my microphone. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is the only way I'll survive the apocalypse. Yeah. I grabbed my microphone and a new um, uh, shield, like a, yeah. a sound, and um, went and got cash and came and jumped on that plane. Wow. So it's crazy. You do, I mean, with the studio, though, in Los Angeles, can you do remote shows? Yeah, well, because what my um, I'm the I'm basically um, the QVC of progressive radio. So I my my job and my skill set, and I don't know how it really developed that way so much, but I can raise a lot of money. I come up with ideas for fund drive, thank you gifts, and we've had Craig Duswald on. We've had uh, um, Susie Pruden and Matt Browning, and these are all amazing folks who do incredible events and give entrepreneurs the tools and um, techniques and tips and things like that to really make their careers skyrocket. So we would offer those type of programs. And I have raised over $18 million for the network since I've, since I've been there. But I basically I raise a little bit over a million dollars a year annually. And so um, the gorgeous thing about that is that I can record through Zoom or through different uh, technologies, I can do interviews with people, offer up a thank you gift, and basically reinvent the fact that I'm not live in studio, but I'll be recording them. So I can do that from here. Um, it is always different though when it's live. There's something magical about seeing that on air, like, oh, you know. 
Well, it is. Uh, we're, like, we're broadcasting this live now, and when the comments come flowing in, it, it's like it's like your adrenaline goes up. You, oh boy, yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. It's it's different than just doing it in isolation. But yeah. the main thing is is that this technology. Thank goodness, you know, you you know better than anybody that um, our ability to reach people. Well, this before this whole thing happened. Um, it was it's incredible that you can be anywhere in the world and reach thousands upon thousands of people. Yeah. And now we're realizing this is what we got. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, this is I mean, it for right now. Because imagine if this happened in the 1980s. Oh, we'd be screwed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, the technology we have today to make this work, we didn't have back then. But we so would we would have to be doing um, beepers. We would be <laughs> pagers. You mean like you this? still have a pager? <laughs> <laughs> I have a whole story that I use with that uh, in one of my speeches when I talk about uh, building assets. In one of my speeches, um, I share the story of the pager and um, how my wife, when she had skin cancer on her arm, uh, mm. we're in for surgery and everything, and all of a sudden. Uh, this girl comes in and she has a pager on her waist. And I'm like, pager? And she goes, yeah, in the hospital, you've got to have this. You can't can't use this in there. you got to have oh. a pager to communicate still uh, because this 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 will disrupt the services in there. Equipment. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't know that. So I'm like, wait a minute. Let's talk about assets, all right? So, you know what I mean? So you still, this can still be an asset, you know? You, you don't know. So that's why I use that as a as a demonstration thing, and and yeah, I used to run a truck repair shop with this thing. <laughs> is it still? You know, it's it's not still on, is it's it? Not I activated. Mean, is, no, I just you can so it's just a prop. Drop, <laughs> um, speaking at events, it has been dropped, kicked, thrown, uh, you name it, and like um, it usually comes back to me in three pieces from somebody who picked it up across the room when I threw it off the stage after I got that. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it just goes to show, but so Christine, I, I assume you didn't always do this. Like there's gotta be a story of how you got here. Is there? Uh, there's always a story, isn't there? There's always a story. I actually was, um, I, I wasn't doing any on air broadcasting or podcasting or anything. Uh, my background was writing. I was an entertainment writer. Mm hmm and remember the days of AOL, mm -hmm. uh, that was all we had. And I was lucky, I was blessed enough to get a daily column in the entertainment channel because they had different channels. And I had a column called The Daily Fix. And I wrote through a cartoon character, this this Hedda Hoppery, uh, very vampy, completely ana an an anato uh, anatomically incorrect a little bit of a lush. Her name was Beatbox Betty, and I this cartoon. I remember character, Beatbox Betty. Do you remember yes, Beatbox? I remember Betty. Beatbox Betty. <laughs> well, that was me. Yes, I go back too. <laughs> yeah, that was that was me, and it was great because I could be really honest. I did um, film reviews, brutally honest film reviews. I did celebrity interviews, and. It was one of the most popular uh, channels on the, you know, on this on AOL, but also one of the most popular columns. And I loved it. I loved it. It was crazy hours because I had to be, I had to be with an East Coast deadline. So 
West Coast, I had to get up the crack of dawn. But that's how I started working in my pajamas, right? And all I had to do was just, you know, type, 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 type. Um, so I was doing that and I loved it because it was relatively easy for me to do. And I was talking through a cartoon character. So it wasn't Christine, it was Betty, you know. Mm -hmm. But then 9-11 happened. And when that happened, you know, it was a flashbulb moment, I think, for millions of people. I know, for millions of people. But when that happened, I was like, I said, who cares what Britney Spears is wearing? Mm -hmm. Who cares who, you know, Drew Barrymore is dating? Who it just really threw into light what I was doing and also realizing that there was another part of the world. You know, we knew nothing about the Middle East. We didn't even know past our own borders. Many Americans don't even don't even know where Afghanistan is mm -hmm. on the map. You know, now we do. But before then, we were living, we were kind of like kids living in Disneyland. We had all of those great, you know, gizmos and toys and celebrities and all of that. And so after that, I, I, I really questioned what I was doing. And I was, you know, channel surfing on, you know, in your car, you know, that ADD radio kind of thing. You're just going, you know, button to button to button and, and seeing what comes up. And the radio station came up and KPFK in Los Angeles. And it was so different. It was so unusual because it wasn't that fear, we're going to war, we're going to kick ass, you know, any of that. It was just, well, let's see what's, you know, what the history is in these countries too. Let's see what's going on. And, and I was just so taken by it that I drove to the radio station and I just wanted to thank every single person in, in there. And I asked the guy at the front desk who's still there today, Stephen, I said, can I just come in and just thank people? Mm -hmm. And he looked like, he goes, well, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's fine. <laughs> and that's what I did. I walked around and I thanked everybody for their service. And I just said, thank you. I've never heard of you guys before, but I, I really appreciate you. And somebody said, what do you do? And I said, well, I'm a writer. I'm a beatbox Betty. <laughs> I don't do much, in the, you know, to help the world or whatever. And, um, and they said, you should volunteer. So I started to volunteer. And then lo and behold, uh, AOL dropped all of their um, original content creators. They aggregated to uh, Time Warner. So they didn't want real reviews. They wanted to promote their movies that they had. And really, I think at law, I, I, when they did that, uh, when they got rid of the real people doing the content, I think they they lost their edge. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I just slid right into KPFK and started working there as just a writer at first. And then uh, it was one of those things where somebody doesn't show up and you have to go on the air. And then once I got on air, I was like, oh, I like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I mean, you can, you, you, if you're good at it, then people respond, right? You know. I um I now I've never been the radio show personality, but I've done been stunt guy for several people online uh, or several people on radio station in Philadelphia. Uh, it was Barsky on Y100, and I was the stunt guy for him. Like I I worked another job, but he needed somebody to pull something off. Well, yeah, we can call Tim. Let's see if Tim will do it, right? And I I'd, I'd go do it. Um, I, I've done so many crazy things that I don't <laughs> mention on my own show. Uh, <laughs> 
I could totally, I can totally see you as a, a, a as a host, as a regular host, because you because you know how to engage in conversation. And and that's it. I mean, it's like I said, you know, I mean, this this didn't come to you naturally. This took time to develop. I, you know, that's why I asked that. And it does. It takes time to it took me time to figure this out. Even my show format. Uh, I've been doing a show for eight years, but still, I'm still figuring it out. What the show I have today is not the show I had yesterday. So well, definitely, yes. Yeah, that being said, in your world, all right. So you start with KPFK, all right, and here we are. How many years later? And now you're like their top person to raise funds for yes and and it's been 18 years this year will be 18 years it's unbelievable that i i it's the longest relationship i've ever had (laughs) is this is the station but at a certain point too i uh it was about three or four years ago i decided because i was doing i doing those shows and and interviewing great wonderful amazing people i've I've interviewed oh my gosh uh you know ralph nader ed asner Lily Tomlin, um, Wangari Matai, who was a Nobel Peace uh, uh, Prize winner, mm-hmm. Nobel Peace Laureate. What I was doing was I was doing all that content and I was a little bit restricted, right? Because I got to raise money, right? Mm-hmm. So it's very restricted what I can do and what I can say. So that's when I said, you know what? I I I have the ability to do my own podcast show and I can talk about any subject I want mm-hmm. and I can bring on the guests that I want and I don't have to try and ring that bell and, you know, bring in the dollars. I can actually sh- have a conversation and bring attention to people, important issues, um, and, and also have fun. It, I mean, yeah, because well. every one of us, I mean, we've had jobs, and we, but we have issues that matter to us. The issues yes. that matter to you don't might not matter to me. So yes. why not build your own platform to talk about the issues that matter to you? Because yes. the people who are going to relate to those issues and relate to you may not relate to the, relate to the issues that matter to me. And that's and it's, exactly yeah. what broadcasting is. <laughs> and it's a wonderful feeling of freedom when you can when you can do that. And that's why I encourage you know I'm I. Train. I have uh, clients all around the world that I work with on podcast uh, training. You know, getting them not only to to create their own podcast show, but also to be a guest on. If you're an entrepreneur, you need to be a guest on a podcast show because it's free advertising. You're reaching people that there's no way in hell you could reach before, mm-hmm. and it's great chops for you yeah. to be interviewed. Um, it's one of the most important things. So. That's where now too I have um, so I have the broadcast the radio business, but now I have this wonderful coaching program and training, and I love it mm-hmm. because there are some amazingly talented people and who have passion and who want to help others, and getting them from this idea of I want to share my passions and my um, skills with other people, mm-hmm. getting them from that point to the point of actually having them have their own show mm-hmm. and publishing themselves is, is great, is wonderful feeling. And that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm really enjoying right now. Yeah. A lot. So, yeah. So you're doing that now, but let me ask you this. Is there someone yeah. um, in the radio industry who was like a mentor or someone you looked up to that you kind of can say, well, who's the, this one person really meant a lot to me. Is there one? You know what? I, um, there's a couple, and I just got. I actually just recently got to interview uh, one of them. Um, one is Tom Hartman, who 
<clears throat> is a very um, popular progressive radio host. He has a national show mm -hmm. and he has an amazing way of doing listener phone calls. Mm -hmm. it, it, he, he has a very uh, warm conversational kind of tone, but he also, he actually accepts and likes it when people don't agree with him or try and throw him a curveball or, you know, want to challenge him. Yeah. He's not afraid. He's always respectful. He doesn't disrespect anybody. He doesn't drop them their call or say, yeah. screw you. He yeah. actually engages in them to see if he could possibly to maybe change their mind about a particular, mm -hmm. um, you know, subject. So yeah. I appreciate him. I think he's an amazing broadcaster. And then Laura Flanders, and that's who I got to interview just recently. That's one of my, that's my uh, latest podcast show. Oh. Laura Flanders out of New York, this woman, her whole thing is, and she's been doing this for years, is showcasing people that are doing something good. So it's, it's kind of like that good news piece. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying the world is, you know, falling apart and this is horrible, my gosh, wringing our hands. She actually shows you people that are making a change. They're doing something in their country or in their state, doing something good and positive for other people. And she's just got a great style about her. I really, I, I really admire her, her you know, style. I, I, the one I follow that's like that, and I don't know if it's it's your type person, but I, I follow is Mike Rowe. You know Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs? Mm -mm. Uh, Mike Rowe has oh, got this. Oh, whole Dirty Jobs. Series. Huh? Oh, Dirty Jobs. Yeah. He, he was, yeah, the oh. guy who did Dirty Jobs. Oh, he's um, great. Yeah. He's doing a podcast now calling Returning the Favor, where they go to this, yeah, it's like a TV, mini TV show. They go to a town, someone who's doing good, and they, they, they get people to join in and stuff because these people are doing good for their community. So he gets them, like, if they need, you know what I mean? They're doing construction. He gets them equipment, gets them a trailer yeah. with equipment. If, they, if they're, they're doing a store, they gets people to redo the roof. All right. And then presents him with these people with a gift the whole time he's there interviewing them. Like, like, I'm just here to find out about your business, having no idea that he's setting them up for this big gift he's going to give them at the end. And wow. if you don't, I mean, you watch Mike Rowe on Dirty Jobs. He was just one of those giving persons. You know what I mean? Yes. He and, a, and a great uh, storyteller. Yes. And that's what it's all about. And that's it's for anybody who, who's watching this too, who's interested in doing the you know videos and vlogging mm -hmm. and a podcasting or speaking especially speaking it's it's the ability to have that story because that's what connects us all look at uh you know george lucas knew that with star wars yeah, yeah. it's the it's the story um what was the gentleman's name the uh joseph campbell joseph campbell says joseph campbell talks about star wars and says yeah. it's the hero's journey and we all have a hero's journey. Yeah. And when you have that ability, when you can convey that and put somebody, put somebody who's listening to you or watching you in someone else's shoes or in your own shoes, that's a wonderful thing to do. And it connects us all. So it's, it's a good thing. So um, being with radio, uh, you know what I mean? I don't know if you're into this guy or not. Uh, Howard Stern. Um, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, some people aren't, you know what I mean? It's okay whether you are or not. I watched, um, uh, you know, the two people I know who are talk radio people that were, and they're to two different sides from like the early 90s. Because mm -hmm. back then, that's what you listened to was the radio at work and everybody was either yeah. listening to talk radio or something was Howard Stern. And then the conservative side would have been Rush Limbaugh. They yes. both have two very different styles about what they do. 
but they yes. both are captivating people to their audience. You know what I mean? Um, and yes. I, I mean, Howard Stern, you know I mean? I wasn't a big fan in the early nineties until I watched his movie and his one movie was kind mm -hmm. of, Almost about like his life, but it really wasn't. Was and that he, private parts? I think it was pr private parts. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in the movie, like he stopped at a gas station after he just quit a job and he goes, that's it. He says, I I I'm done doing it their way. From now on, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to say what I want, do what I want. All right. And I'm just going to see where the chips fall. He says, I don't want to be a DJ going from town to town trying to find a job. So I'm going to start just speaking my mind. And he took off. Just yeah. doing, speaking your mind, being you, talking about what matters to you, and he did it. And um, Gwen and I were on a road trip in the truck, and we were listening to um, – I can't remember who it was, but it was an interview where this the person on, on uh, uh, public radio did an interview of Howard Stern and talked to, with him. Who? Terry Gross. Terry Gross. See, it's good that she can oh. hear me. <laughs> Terry, Terry, Terry Gross, Gross is, is amazing. Yeah, Terry Gross interviewed Howard Stern, and he talked about how he had to had to had to transition his business because when he moved to um, when he moved to uh, to the satellite radio, it changed. He yeah. was great when he was on regular radio, and he was just a rebel. Well, now you can do whatever you want. What's the appeal? So he said in this interview, he had to learn how to change. He had to learn how to interview people. He had to learn. And I'm like, wait a minute, this guy, who's like the king of all media, is still evolving. Yes. Like, whoa, that's like some deep stuff there, Tim. <laughs> but are you still evolving? Of course. Oh, of course. And I think that the, the you always want to evolve. You know, it took me so long to get to video. I, mm -hmm. I remember, because don't forget, first I was beatbox Betty behind a computer just in words. Mm -hmm. Then I went to a radio station and was just the voice and by name only. Right. So I would say, hi, you know, this is Christine Blasdale, blah, 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 blah. But it was just by voice. Then with podcasting, I still was sticking to just the voice for a long time. I was like, I'm just going to do audio. I'm doing audio. I'm doing audio. And then it hit me like a, you know, that light bulb moment where I was like, wait a second, I could reach so many more people. If I start doing the even the, the podcast shows um, as videos, and now sometimes I'll do if I do a fun drive show and I have a guest with me, and, and it's not just on the phone, but if I have a guest in studio, we'll do like a Facebook Live um, of that interview. Mm -hmm. But when I switched and started doing my podcast shows as audio, you know, for the the subscribers stuff like that for Apple and everything, and then video. I was able to reach a different audience, but in the beginning, I just was like, oh, I don't like video. Oh, I don't wanna, I liked being in my little cocoon studio type thing and just, you know, cause when you're listening to radio or podcasts, mm -hmm. you don't see someone, so you don't judge them. You don't say, why did she wear that shirt today? Or, oh, those glasses, you know, or, you know, uh, her hair looks weird or whatever. We judge people a lot of times based on what we see. And, you know, if you saw Terry Gross, Terry Gross is just this little petite little thing, but her voice is so powerful. Yeah. So it's like, it's just like when you close your eyes and you listen to someone, it's very intimate. Radio is very intimate. But when you add that video element, it's still intimate because you can see the emotion of people's face. But 
it was a transition that I needed to make. And I'm really glad that I did. I I'm super excited. And I don't know where the next evolution is. I, I know that I'm going to be evolving, but um, it's good to take those risks. It's good to step outside of that comfort zone. Yeah. Um, it's really you, important. You, yeah. Because you're, you're just as lively at, at speaking as I am. All right. Cause I've seen you speak. You're just as lively as I am. And you know what I mean? The video puts the life to it. Um, my transition when I, I mean, I started blog talk radio with my first audio podcast and then I went to a network that Craig used to host. Um, and then, uh, and then while on that network, I found live streaming video and that's where, I mean, I watched the numbers of my stuff go. I mean, I was a writer too. I wrote blog posts. Uh, and then I went to radio and I was like, Hey, you don't want to do this podcast thing. All right. <laughs> but then I started doing videos and I watched my numbers skyrocket. It's like, everybody wanted to see me on video. I'm like, this isn't that pretty. I don't know what you want to say. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> uh, we all think we look horrible. I mean, it's just life, right? But, like, what do you want to see? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here in my office. Yay. Uh, but people wanted to see that. They want to see what you're doing. They want to know that what glasses you have on today. All right. If you have a hat on today, if your hair is messy, you know. Yes. I don't know why. They just do. <laughs> Well, it's I, it's that human connection too, and right now, especially, we need that human connection. Yeah. And I had made an announcement. You know, I was um, uh, just about ready to launch the. I have a live coaching calls like uh, it's called Boss AF Boss mm -hmm. Bootcamp, and it, basically, it's live coaching calls with a group of people. So people can come in and they can say, this is what I want to do. Or this is what I'm thinking about doing. And I basically, what I do for one-on-one -on -one clients, I'm doing for a group. Yeah. So I was getting ready to launch that. And then I just told my wife, I said, uh, right now, everybody needs to really, there's a lot of people that are freaking out and understandably so. They're worried, they're concerned, and they need to revamp their the way they do business they need to either go after their goals and their dreams right now. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm going to make that, I'm going to offer that for free on, on, um, on Facebook live with, you know, for friends. And the response has been so great. Like people are like, yes, you know, please, please offer that. And I would like to participate. And I think that's something that whatever your skill set is, if you can share that with others and do it in a, in a, beautiful offering and say, let's, let's not just survive. I don't like to survive. I want to thrive. Mm -hmm. And if I can help someone, Tim, I know you're the same way. If you can help someone uh, increase their income or um, go after their dreams or their passion, it, it not only helps them because they have the ability then to maybe have different revenue streams, but it, it does something for you yeah. that you, you can't buy that. You know, no, I'm, you, I'm, making, I'm making a difference in the world that I have. All right. I'm, I'm and this is what you're thinking. I'm touching who I can touch to help. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's the best feeling in the world. And we have a great friend, Craig Duswalt, who does yeah. that as well. You know, yes, Craig, you said your name time. five times. Did you get that? Craig, 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 Craig. Yeah. <laughs> Craig. <laughs> He always Craig, said, Craig. you guys don't say my name enough. Uh, Craig Duswalt. Did I say it enough? Craig Duswalt. He was he was actually at the event that you and I spoke at. And that's the first time that Craig <laughs> has heard me do my speech at an event. Now, Craig's attended my event and been there in the room while I was doing my regular seminar, but he's never seen my speech. 
I've seen Craig is from his speech to his podcast to his events to his match. I've seen everything Craig does. Uh, but that's the first time he's seen me do it. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna mention his name 21 times. And everyone like someone, I think at like 18 was like, that's 18. <laughs> well, I have him, I have him in my PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. I have a video of him and me, but I also have a photo of him and me. A, just because we're just like little kids in, you know, in a candy store and that picture. But uh yeah, Craig's amazing. Well, look at all the wonderful connections we've yeah we've made through. Well, if it wasn't through... for Craig, I wouldn't know you. All right. And literally exactly. I mean, when you joined the I was excited when you joined the mastermind, uh, because I knew that I can learn from you, number one. Uh, and you know, your business mainly was Los Angeles at the time. Yeah. Now yes. you're spreading worldwide. So like I, I, everybody else can hear your radio show. I couldn't. I was in, I'm in Dallas, Texas. Exactly. Now I found the tools to find you and I can listen to you, but you're also now on the mastermind. So now, now I've got your phone number and your email address. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. That's right. Um, so, so, you know, you've gone through all this, this, this transition, this phase. All right. You've had a mentor. All right. Have you helped someone um, like your mentor helped you? Have you inspired someone do you, that you could maybe tell the story? Maybe you don't have to give the details, but uh, you know, the minor details of who they are. But is there someone you inspired that, 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 that is coming to you on a regular basis going, yeah, Christine, feed me like you were fed? <laughs> uh, I, I, it's really wonderful because of the fact that I've been on air for so long at the radio station. And the shows that I do are always about either uplifting ourselves mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or physically um, you know, ingesting, you know, making sure that we're consuming super amazing food, things that make us feel alive. Mm -hmm. So I always do something that's really positive. And the the best response that I get and, and what I love the most is when I'm at an event and people come up to me and they say, thank you so much for offering. Well, when I'm at Craig's events, a lot of those um, people in the seats are people that have listened to the show and they pledged mm -hmm. and they come up and and these are a lot of times too they're people in their 60s and even 70s and they just come up and they give me a hug and they're like oh my gosh i a light bulb has gone off you know for me i didn't realize that i had this book in me i didn't realize that i had this business in me i can do this and when they have that light bulb and they come and hug me and they say thank you because I wouldn't have known about it otherwise. Oh my God, I, that is the I I lose it. Yeah, I that just makes me. I'm I'm getting all teary now because it's we don't realize how many people we touch, especially if we live in a in a vacuum. You know, if you're behind a studio wall and you don't go out into the events and meet the people that you you're talking to, we don't realize how many people how many lives we affect and, and impact. And so that's my favorite thing is to actually um, be out and see people and, and hear their stories and what they're doing. That's the thing. I That's the only thing right now too, that I miss about, you know, what's going on with this current. Yeah, it is. That, that is the tough part about not being able to be out and touch the people and, and stuff, yeah. you know? Um, so the only other thing I think I want to ask you is, um, is there anything that is uh, about your world and childhood that you say that makes you to be the person you are today? Oh yeah, I was a, I, I was in love with sound as a kid. Oh wow, I didn't. 
Really? I have I have I have a photo of me. It was Chris. It was a Christmas, and and I must have been like uh, ten years old. And there's a Christmas tree there, and you see me, and I am so jazzed. I am so excited because I got a tape recorder, mm-hmm. and that tape recorder was everything to me. It could have been it, it, it could have been a bike, but it was a tape recorder, and I would record interviews and make stories and leave messages from my mom and I loved that tape recorder so much and um, that began my love affair with sound and I remember the little AM radios that we you know we listened to that's all you had was the AM radio and you just kind of sit there and um, that's what I my fond memories of, of childhood are and that's how it got me started I didn't know that I would be into radio later many years later but that tape recorder started it all. I wish I still had that tape recorder, damn it. <laughs> yeah, you want to save things like that. You never know when they be. I know. <laughs> well, I wanted to tell you too. This now this is the proof. Yeah, this I want to see the book. So tell us about the yeah. book. So um, so I'm super excited for this because this is another dream. I've always wanted, always wanted to be a um, an author. Mm-hmm. And I've done compilation books, you know, with uh, Craig. I've done a compilation book with Susie Pruden, and they all were, you know, number-one books. That's great. And I had a little part in that. Mm-hmm. But this is my baby. This is my own book. This is the um, Your Amazing Itty Bitty Podcast book, Top 15 Reasons why you need to tap into the power and profits of podcasting. And this was such a joy to write that I now found that I have another love affair with writing and I'm going to get back to writing. But this, the paperback is now available on Amazon and the Kindle campaign won't be for another couple weeks. The, um, here's me picture. There's the picture. There's the picture. But, um, the Kindle campaign will be in a couple weeks, and I'm going to send out a blast on that to see if we can get number one in America and Australia, because mm-hmm. this is my home right now. Yep. <laughs> this is <Why> not? <laughs> right. So I'm hey, really excited. I will about go that. for broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so uh, um, if if uh, they go to your website, will they be able to find a place to sign up to get the book, or will yeah. It- yeah. All right. So actually, which, um, which is flowing on the screen, but make sure you say it so they can for the audio version. <laughs> okay. Well, and you spelled my name wrong, but that's okay. I did. Yeah, it's not Blodsdale. I did. I, I, <laughs> I was typing okay. it in a hurry. I can so, fix um, that. Wait a minute. I can fix that. But here's an easier thing. If you want to just check out the book, if if, if folks just want to get the book, I already have the domain name. It's itty bitty podcast. Itty bitty podcast. What is it? Itty bitty podcast book.com. Let me make sure that I just did that. Uh, let me come back to you here. I, I Did I have my glasses on when I typed this in before? Oh my God. Maybe. Where'd you go? There it is. I'm actually making sure I have it up now. I think I have it because I actually had it. I have it on all my notes over here to make sure I typed it in right and I didn't do it. <laughs> no. Well, you know, what's so funny is that I only just now saw that mm-hmm. because it all it it all looked so it did it looked perfect. Yeah, and they and and folks can just do itty bitty podcast book. Okay. 
com, ittybittypodcastbook.com for just the podcast uh, book information. But if they go to christineblasdale.com, they can, yeah, you got it now. <laughs> so let me see if I can show it. So itty bitty podcast book. Yeah. All right. So that's the other one I have. The other, the other features I have is I can show it there, <laughs> but I'll put it all in the show notes when I put it up for everybody to, to be able to find all that. So, um, Perfect. Your book. All right. All right. And they go to your website. They can they can also find out about how you offer some coach the coaching and stuff you offer. All right. And yes. the membership you offer. Um, and, and if you're in Los Angeles or you guys do have an online app now, don't you? For the station? Yeah. It's um well if it, they can get the Pacifica radio app. Okay. And it has all of the stations, the sister station. It has New York, okay. LA, and all that. Yeah. They so can if you're around to- the, if you're around the world, you can find it that way. Yeah. Uh, I know, but if you're in Los Angeles, you can actually KPFK. Did yes, nine, 90.7 FM, 90.7 FM. So. And really encourage people, if they want to support um, radio, community radio, because our, our the funding has been yanked from underneath uh, yeah. all of the uh, – all of the public radio stations. It's really needed right now. We really need community-based uh, reporting, as you know. Yeah, yeah. So um, I have one other thing I like to do that at the uh, end of my broadcasts. It's a little game I like to call this or that. You willing okay. to play a game with me? I will play. I will play a game with you. No problem, Tim Gillette. <laughs> I trust you. Uh. So, I'm basically going to give you an option, one or the other, all right, and a couple of them, and um, you just got to pick which one is yours, and you say yes or no, or pick one, all right, there is no medium, there's only okay. two controversial ones, all right, but okay. people will answer them. <laughs> so, let me do this one here, okay, we'll start out with a good one first, is Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, Star Wars, I had Star Wars sheets as a kid, Star Wars. Aha, so, all right. Um, Flintstones or Jetsons? Oh. Jetsons. <laughs> I guess you're more of the Jetsons person. So <laughs> let's do a little bit of geography, okay? So, um, you know, the mountains or the beach? Beach. beach. All right. Yeah, you know, California, it's got to be beach, right? Beach. All right. <laughs> City or country? City, because I do love my sushi. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hard to find it. That is. You can't find a sushi place in a small town. It's good. Um, coffee or tea? Coffee. Ah, yes. Now I love you. Coffee. Coffee, <laughs> coffee, coffee. Strong espresso coffee. Yep. Hamburgers or tacos? Tacos. I like the tacos. Most people answer tacos. Hamburg, I'm hamburger. So most people who go on my show are tacos. We're opposites. What can I say? <laughs> we still love each other. Yep, yep. So beer or wine? Wine. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so, so now I have two. They're a little bit controversial, but I know you'll answer them. All right. One, okay. especially at this point in time in our world, is toilet paper under or over. Anybody that does toilet paper under is like a psychopath. It's always over. It's got to be over. <laughs> that has created wars. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell does it under? 
I used to. Uh, you can't grab it. Then you got to touch it with your with your hands. No, it's got to be over. That way you can spin it. We yeah. don't spin anymore. We don't spin. You can't afford to spin anymore. <laughs> that stuff's like gold. Um, so the last one is kind of unique, but you know it could be you, could be what you prefer: boxers or briefs. Oh. Um. Well, they're not the briefs. They're the they're kind of in between the boxers and the briefs. What are they called? I think they're called boxer briefs. <laughs> That's. Yeah. Oh, who couldn't I don't like the briefs. I don't like the little. I don't like the little tiny briefs because uh, no, it, it's not a look. But I don't like the boxers either because it's too much material. But it's like in between the boxer brief and it's with a stretchy soft material. Mm-hmm. So. No tags. <laughs> Again, these are things that are just fun to see what people like. So, again, Christine, you want? I want to thank you for coming on the uh, show today. It's been fun. All right, as, oh, as, been... as in any time I spent with you is not fun. Uh, I mean, come on. <laughs> um, you were, you have been the funnest, best interview of me because <laughs> I have had some interviews. People tell me tell you, but thank you so much. You were a blast. Uh, I do I do love it and I keep again I'm I'm studying to get better at it so I study people to find uh, and I hope you know I hope all of you that's why I have people like Christine on she's an expert in and blo- podcasting I do podcasting but I have a blog and video she's like right dead smack in the middle of what I do uh- <laughs> and can I can I invite you to my podcast show as well sure you bet okay so I'm gonna make sure that we um, we schedule a time it's uh, out of the box with Christine if people need need to find it on the internet's uh, Apple podcast, but I want to get you on the show. Definitely have my, my listeners learn all about you, Tim Gillette. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, and say your website one more time so they can get it. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, everything they can find uh, under Christine That's where you find out all the information about my coaching, about the, the podcast show, the services and the all that stuff it's all, all there and i'm going to be pus- putting up a new media one sheet so you can um it, well so can hire you we're to speak. Do, yeah you can hire me to speak and especially since we're doing more virtual speaking yeah. i'm ready babe i'm i'm ready to do that yeah so well cool well thank you for joining us all the way from australia no that's right australia australia uh australia. It's been fun. And guys, uh, Tim Gillette Show, uh, as again, I'm on a kick. I'm going to get 130 days, 100 experts, 30 days. All right. Join us, TimGilletteShow.com. Come see us next time and make sure you subscribe. See you later. Be safe.